I said I got a hundred squares if you scared, call a fan yeah, I'm going on and on, get it in Yeah, you know we do Commission in the image Till we finish, gone and bring them to Represent, click up 40 deep off in the street Bring them heat with no peace Get them to them with no breeze Yeah, with no drama, baby That just since he flipped the script Trying to reach them where they at Boulevard or the strip Ain't gonna hold sunny side From Trinity to PA From Samoa to Angola To the soldiers on the base This is crazy That is it, the way that we are saved I will shout it from the roof Till they put me in the grave It don't matter, it's whatever I tell them that he raised That's the power of the gospel The reason I'm unashamed 20, 4, 7, days a week 8, 3, 65 Yeah, you know me, I get it going Going till I'm gone, going till I'm gone I get it going, going till I'm gone Going till I'm gone, I get it 20, 4, 7, days a week You already know what it is. It's your boy Kingpin, Big Drake, Made Me Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with your boy? I'm good, my brother Kingpin. How are you? Man, living life and loving it, man. Can't even complain. We already know you on that grind. Ain't you headed, headed to the sip? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm headed to a, fire, a fiery inferno. <laughs> I'm Listeners, for those that don't know, um, I think we've we've alluded you alluded to it a little bit last week, uh, but but you are still having some AC issues in the dorm room in which they got you in. Is that not correct? That is one hundred percent accurate. And it, it's, you know, it got to the point last week where I had to to get the president involved. And you know, it's it's amazing when you you go above somebody's head to their boss. It's amazing. Like the next day, somebody was out there working on that thing. So funny how that works. Funny how that works. Trying to be that guy, but I think I think I, I displayed some some patience <laughs> and trying to work with people. But it got to the point where like this this is ridiculous. I mean, I, it, there's no urgency whatsoever, you know. So I, I had to do what I had to do. Dog, I, I cannot imagine <laughs> staying, sleeping, living in Mississippi in yeah. July with no AC. <laughs> I felt like I was on a real life movie of life, you know, in, a, in, a, in the in the dormitory with the bunk rooms, and you know, it's just hot there, just sweating. They got fans blowing on them. Dr- dr- dreaming about so the boom boom room. Yeah, man, yeah, bro. it's crazy. And oh, it, it was so hot last week that we would get heat advisory emails and texts, and like. One practice, the, the the head trainer almost ended the practice. He was like, it's too hot out here. Like, I know we're giving them breaks. I know what y'all are doing, but, like, it's too hot. We got to end practice. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's how hot it's been in Mississippi. Hell, like, you're doing so, everything you're supposed to do is not enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, that's how hot it was. How hot it has been. But, and, I, and I've been living in a dorm with no AC. Oh, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I, I, can't, hey, I can't imagine. This, this, you know my 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 um my in comments last week. This is one of them times where it does not apply. I do not want to sit in a hot room for whatever it takes, however long it takes. No, give me some AC right now. I was like, the, the Lord heard your comments from the show last week. I'm like, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. okay. 
passed it, don't don't blame this one on me. Yeah, bro. Nah. I want it. I need it right now. Yeah, everybody quick to say, Lord, let me do this. No, you asked for this one. This wasn't me. This was a clear decision you made on your behalf. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that's crazy, man. Hey, man, so this week, uh, this past week, was SEC Media Days. And, and fam, this is we. I, I, you probably can hear we got a little reverb and all that stuff. Hey, we on the road this this uh, this, this week. Uh, Big Drake said he forgot that got his earpiece, so we gonna push through. Uh, you yeah, you guys can hear us. It is what it is, man. <laughs> it, I, I, when I get out of this little trafficking area, I, I'll try to put the phone up to my ear and see if that will help out. Well, we don't we don't need you to to wreck them folks, so we we can do. <laughs> So in Chattanooga yesterday, there was so I was heading to, to pick up some shoes and uh, saw six seven color cars of uh, uh, cops on the coming down the other direction. And so I immediately called my son. I'm like, "Hey, you good?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm good. What you mean?" I'm like, "I just seen cops head back toward you know that way, just making sure you straight." He's like, "Nah, it ain't. I'm good." Bruh, get home. He sent me an article. He said, "This is probably what you saw." There was a, a a person had pulled off the side of the road because somebody had ended up shooting them in the car in a road rage, road rage event. He got four kids in the car. Wow! And so they he done pulled off to the side of the road, shot, and that's wow. where all the car, cars was going, trying to get to him in a doggone road rage event. And then I was talking to a guy at church. He said two weeks of this summer, um, they were driving to, I think he said Indianapolis, Indiana. Him and his wife. They driving. And so all of a sudden the car in front of them, to the, you know, in a in a lane over from them, swerves in front of them very, you know, sharply into the side of the road. And he like, so they pull over because they think in a medical emergency or something just happened, right? So they pull over, they hop out and go check on them. And just make sure you know everything good. Dog, they come up to the car. Oh, buddy got blood rushing down the side of his head. Same thing. He done got shot in the head from somebody on road rage. They shot through the back window. Wow. And shot him in the head, man. Wow. His wife sitting there holding pressure on this man's head to the to the police car <laughs> in the ambulance. I'm like, what yeah, is bro. this world coming to, dude? It's crazy, man. It is crazy. That's why, like, I don't blow my horn. I don't either. I just, I don't, yeah, I just wait time. If I can go around them, I just go around them. If not, I just wait. Or if they're the ones in a rush, I just get off. Go get over and let them go. Yeah, I, I don't get over. Whatever you want me to do, you keep on moving. I don't flip nobody off. I don't blow my horn. I don't play road games. I don't do none of that, dog. Nah, bro. It ain't worth it. No. It's not Because they got some, man, they got some straight up imbeciles out there, bro. No, you shoot. And, it's bad enough shooting the car. <laughs> you shooting the car with kids in the car? I'm, I'm, I, you know, like I said, I, I try to avoid it, but somebody shoot at me, they're going to get shot back. I'm telling you right now. 
Hey, like what Denzel Washington said on training day when he had that shotgun. How you want it, Jake? I'm surgical with this thing. <laughs> how you want it, Jake? <laughs> how you want it? I'm surgical. I was telling him, man. I was telling him. I was like, look, I don't. I said, I don't travel, you know. I said, look, I said, that's why I don't do none of that other stuff. I said, but also, no one, no, trust and believe, I don't ride alone either. No. <laughs> I keep my friend with me, and my friend got free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep trust and believe, I don't ride alone either. So if that's what you choose to do. <laughs> like, uh, who, who was a young bro? Yeah. My girl got Yeah, my girl got <laughs> My friends got friends, and we all bring yes. <laughs> Nah, it's, that's, that's, it's, it's crazy, man. I don't know. It feels like the world getting even crazier by the day, bro. It does, man. It really, that's sad. It really is, man. It really is. What happened to the love? I, I was, uh, we, we went, we went uh, you know, once a month, uh, we go serve at, at one of the... Um, it's a community kitchen here. Serves serve the homeless on Sundays. And so, uh, been doing it for about a year and a half now. And it started as an opportunity to get my young people out. You know what I'm saying? I want them to, to, to one, appreciate and understand just how blessed they are. And two, just, just never forget that, you know, people in different conditions. And they've been able to also see, you know, being able to see kids coming down. Been able to see people in their right mind. Like, everybody ain't a drug addict that's homeless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Th- there's things that just happen, right? Uh, seeing the mental health conditions, they've seen some of that in there too. Uh, but but anyway, we was doing that, and, and so there was an officer. There's always an officer there that's helping direct the crowds and stuff like that. And we had a really good one in there today. And so afterwards, I I I went up to him and I said, "Hey man, thank you." He said, "For what?" He said, "I'm just doing my job." I said, "No." I said, thank you for seeing people today. I said, many people that come in here, they walk around all their life and nobody sees them. I said, because they don't have, because they're this, because they're that, folks feel like they don't have to see them. I said, I appreciate today that you saw them as people. I said, man, sometimes that's the ministry in here. It's just being able to see people as people. Oh, and as a dude that's over it sometimes, I can't stand. I don't like it. I just don't like it because I don't like how he talk to people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He be talking real mean, real down, and real hard to him. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. talking real greasy to them folks, man. And it it makes me angry. You know, Not like, even this. Yeah, like today. So we done. We finish up. Somebody came up with a with that we fill up a mug is what we give water in. And uh, somebody mm-hmm. came up and asked for more water. I ain't think about it. We had closed the kitchen out. I grabbed the mug and put it, you know, up under with the thing. I get the water out of and less water. I know not to let it touch and all that stuff because you know cross contamination, all that stuff. But I, I filled yeah. a cup up and just gave it back to him. He come yeah. over there. Hey, we don't, we don't do that. That's and he talking. He talking to the person. He like if you want some more water, you get enough another cup. Of, I said, hey, that was on me. Yeah. I said, they just asked for water. I said, I knew better. I could have gave him a clean cup. I didn't. That's on me. You want somebody yeah. to scold? Come look over here, big dog. Yeah. I'm like, why are you talking greasy to him, man? Yeah. Like, that, that's one thing that I do not uh, tolerate. Nah, I don't. I don't tolerate people talking to me crazy. Nah, man. Don't, don't, don't talk to me all 
You know, just because somebody down on their luck, man, don't give you no reason to talk to them crazy either, dog. Yeah, so. Just because you my boss don't mean you can talk to them. Oh, no. <laughs> don't play that talk crazy. I once turned down a job because it was it was an opportunity to go work for a dude that I knew if I went work for him, I would get fired. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it's funny you say that. I'm, I'm not going to say the person's name, but the one, a guy that I worked with, he had an opportunity. He, got, he had a job offer to work for, uh, I can't think of his name. Who was the last? He was at Mississippi State for a whole bunch of years then went to Florida. Oh, hey, Dan Mullins? <laughs> Damn up. He said, I know how damn up to get down. And he wasn't going to get down like that with me, so I just turned the, turned the job down. Yeah. And it would have been by far the most money I ever would have made, and you probably would have you know, set my family up different, but I wasn't dealing with that. I'm like, wow. He, I know I'm going to get fired, dog. He, 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 he said, yep, I'm, I wouldn't do it. And nope, I know I'm getting fired. He said, I know how I am, so I ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I get it. And this dude was a big bully and a big big bully and a big old you know backwood dude. You know what family yeah. know who I'm talking what what kind of dude I'm talking about. Nah, yeah. you ain't gonna talk to me, Greasy. No, I get fired here. Uh-uh, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Cause not only are you not gonna talk to me, I'm probably gonna whoop your tail. Just yeah. being honest. Yeah. You know you got this you got your bluff in on all these other folks around here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave on a high note. I'm gonna prove. I'm gonna show something to everybody on my way out. <laughs> we gonna pull your card. Yeah, I'm gonna pull your card. If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out. And I'm gonna pull your card. I'm gonna make it proud for everybody before I leave. <laughs> I mean, why, why are people that big? I just I don't, don't get it. I don't know, dog. It, it don't require that. It don't. Man. You don't have to do that. You don't have to talk nobody like that, man. You don't talk nobody like that, man. I don't, I don't understand it, dog. I, I, just, I, know, I, I know some people get off them. You know what I mean? Some people do. <laughs> but, but, but even then, the question like, why do you get off on this? This is horrible. This is not something to, to be proud about. And if we keep it in 100, we get a whole lot of people badges like that, too. Oh. <laughs> oh, dude. So, dude. That get off on talking to people real greasy, dog. Take that badge off. I, I bet you won't take that badge off and meet me down the street. I guarantee you won't. Mm -mm. <laughs> like and then they, you know, so the controversy this week has been that uh this this Jason Aldean song. You heard about this thing going on? I heard. I, I've seen people comment about it on Twitter, but I hadn't heard the song. I hadn't listened to. It. Well, I ain't listened to the song because I'm not gonna give it no airplay. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but I have um so so the 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 issue was some about the lyrics at first, and then he dropped the music video, and and all the music video shows a lot of clips of like the Black Lives Matter uh, protest, uh, and of course the clips are the ones that that were where there was some. Violence and stuff that happened in some of the cities and all that type of stuff. And, and his lyrics are just kind of try that and see how far you make it down the road around here. We take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. So it's talking real greasy. 
And then he's like, well, it's not, it's nothing racial about this. But like all the people, all the videos you show is is a black folks, right? Yeah. So how how you I mean it ain't nothing, yeah, you didn't say you didn't say the N-word in it, but because yeah. <laughs> you, you I mean you you're in the the, the video, uh, you, you had to approve it, so you, man, see, you can miss me with all that, man. Yeah. It, it, see, people did pull this card, and now he backtracking now. It, but, but, because I saw on some of the comments, you know, a lot of people sticking with him. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. they Trump supporters. <laughs> you know, I, I can't remember who said this, if it was a, a comedian, or it might have been Steve Harvey. On, on his morning show when uh, Trump was running for president, he was like, I'm not saying everybody who, I'm trying to make sure I say it right. I'm not saying everybody that voted for Trump is a racist, but I'm saying all races did vote voted for Trump. I can appreciate the way he said that. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I'm not sure everybody that listens to Jason Aldean is a racist, but I'm pretty sure all racists listen to Jason Aldean. So here's, let me, let me read, let me read his list. So it says, sucker punch somebody on the sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on an owner at a liquor store, you think it's cool, well, act a fool, and if you like, cuss out a cop and spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Got a gun that my granddaddy gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that, that S may fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. Full of good old boys, raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. See ya, see how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. What what kind of good old boys you talking about? He's clearly talking about white versus black people. I, I, don't, I don't see, and, and this is why I hadn't listened to the song. And I because if I if I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing people comment, I'm like, oh, this must have piss some people off. Well, I know how I can be. You know, I, 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 so why am I going to piss myself off? Because now I'm pissed off. And next time I hear somebody talking about a Jason Aldean record, I'm going to be looking at him. And now I want to whip Jason Aldean back. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, did I take it a little too far? I don't care if I took it too far. They take it, you know, hey, keep it. I was talking to somebody last week and I, I was just trying to tell them. I'm like, you know, the older you get, I, you know, I've always been mild mannered. You know, like like the heat, I just wait my turn until I you, you push me too far and I have to do something. I'm gonna start giving people the same energy they give me. You want to give me bad energy? I'm gonna give it right back to you. And, I'm tired of letting people slide and giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what kind of get me tired too, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Captain Benefit of the Doubt, but I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, y'all, he know exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He didn't expect the blowback and it to become a thing, 
But he, he knew exactly what he was doing and what he was saying and the video he produced, all that stuff. And then here's the other piece of that, that video, right? Mm-hmm. So he ends it, one of his scenes there, he's standing with a stage in front of this courthouse here in Tennessee. I can't remember what county. But it's the same courthouse where they had, it's a well-known um, event happened where uh, the, uh, uh, a black man, it was, it was an Emmett Till type thing. He like whistled at a white or something like that. And the mob burned down a whole black city, portion of the city, and drug like seven black men to the, to the courthouse and lynched them in front of this courthouse. Like it's a well known, and it's been like yeah. two or three incidents over the years, over the like hundred years that's happened in front of that courthouse. Yeah. So of all the places in in Tennessee, you could have filmed this. You chose that courthouse. He's like, oh no, I didn't, know, I didn't, mean, I didn't know nothing about that. Really? Whatever. Really? So I would love. For all my supposed good rappers to take this Jason Aldean song and make a response. I don't want no, I ain't going to ask for all the, the so good because because a whole lot of people will make a response and it would never get in the airplay. I would like some of our well-known rappers. Uh, I'm trying now. I'm, I'm way out my out my league here. Uh, that's little baby, ain't little baby still one of them hot? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, little baby still around. I think, I think the baby might have, might have fell off a little. Okay, yeah, little baby. I think yeah, little baby just opened a new restaurant in Atlanta. All that stuff. He big about a bit. I love for little baby to write a response to this. Yeah. Try that in the hood. Mm. Come down here and find out. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause I, I said, man, that that just. Come down here and try that song. How about that? Bring your big truck down here. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I like, and this goes to show that I mean, he wrote that song in, you know, in order for it to get produced. Like songs just don't come out two days after it's been recorded. You know, no. it's been some time. So I mean, it's been some thought and some process. It's been some things. You edited this. This ain't even the first. This yeah, this wasn't even the first draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it really makes me wonder and think about all the steps that it had to go through to get approved. And and when you shot the through. video, yeah. Like how? Why, why was those the clips you left in? Yes, exactly. Why all the clips is the clips? And but you know, so when I first heard about this song. The first uproar was about him talking about taking away guns. And I was offended then because Jason Aldean was the person on the stage literally performing when the guy in Las Vegas shot and killed 61 people and injured 400. Really? It was Jason Aldean literally on the stage at the time. Wow. And you have the. It was scheduled in two weeks to go up to uh to to the to the elementary school up in Nashville that got shot up and perform a benefit concert. So all of this, and you still talking about taking away guns, but but again in 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 their head, 
taking away guns saying you taking away my ability to protect myself from somebody like that. Supposedly. Yes. Which is bull crap, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I got deeper and started seeing all the racial stuff in it, I'm like, no, I hate this dude on every level now. <laughs> Seems like violence likes to follow him. I I wish. Here here's the other piece, and, and Lord know my heart, and so he forgive me, please, Lord. But I I, I want to say this, Big Drake. I'm very disappointed in the streets. Because the streets, we is good about taking out. I own, we good about taking out cats that really shouldn't have been. But bro, we suck at taking out the people that really shouldn't that wouldn't nobody miss if we take out. Well, this episode didn't turn into a turn floater. I'm disappointed in the streets, brother. Oh my goodness. I'm just saying. Rubbing somebody up, putting hands on somebody. No, like, no. I'm just saying, if you're gonna if you're gonna take somebody, why not take something that help us? <laughs> I'm sorry, family. That's not. That's, I'm I'm messing. That's I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't think I really mean that. So I just that's, that's <laughs> oh hey, I'm, I'm happy you. Putting the mob boss back today, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, you, you. I'm gonna try this in a small town. How about we try this in a small town? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, my goodness. I, I, I do believe, and I think we said this here, or or we talked about it off there. I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, I do believe at some point all of this stuff is going to come to a head. In this I think you have said that, and, and I've I've talked to, you know, I've had some some intimate conversations with some people that that are not idiots. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they real deep thinkers, and that's that's kind of been the consensus. Like we're gonna have a civil war in this country again, and I hope not. I, I mean. I don't want to go to war, but, but you know if that's what it takes. Whatever it takes, however long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see nobody backing down. Yeah. And I don't. I don't see anybody trying to seek to understand. Yeah. Or at least no just, Yeah. Or at least just trying to identify. Or accept that we can disagree in love. Ain't nobody yeah. trying to do that. We see it in our politicians. Uh, and it just feels like they keep amping it up more and more. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's enough to me. All right, like, let's go down this road. It's enough. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Us and them type thing. It's enough that you won the affirmative action Supreme Court thing. Right? But then this week, DeSantis go down there and puts out new literature, gets approved through the board for the whole state of Florida, I think, for middle school. Context that talks about slavery with statements like, 
many slaves were able to 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 turn trades learned in slavery into financially beneficial for them. Wow. And he gonna explain like, well, I mean, all I'm saying is, I mean, it's factual. Some some blacksmiths became very well well off blacksmiths after slavery. Like, <laughs> I just see right now, I'm I'm just gonna be in the mood this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> bottom of the lake at, at, at the bottom of the lake because it was a predominantly black community that they flooded same thing they did with central park yep same thing they did with, with uh well uh green um greenwood greenwood yep and there's another spot in columbus uh that that, that has a big lake on it they did the same thing they flooded it i mean what a way to keep getting bodies in atlanta too ah that's yeah. a black it's a black city under there too there, there's, wait, wait, yeah. there's, there's reported. I think, I thought, I think the last time I saw, there's like 23 across this country. But yeah, we are the people that get portrayed in the media as being yep. violent. Yep. As being ruthless. And you know, I, I, I was talking to one of my players just the other day, and I was trying to explain to him. I ain't gonna say try to explain, like he didn't understand what I was saying, but he, he just never thought of it. And I'm like. There's no such thing as black on black crime. You know, no. they, they write the narrative and show us all blacks are killing themselves. And not, no, 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 no. Every crime is crime. Yeah, crime is crime. Crime is crime. But the things that our counterparts do don't get publicized and vilified as we do. I agree. Like, like you said, like it, they show the statistics on black on black. But it's the exact same for whites. It's white on white. It's Asian on Asian. Most crimes are committed within their own demographic. Yeah. But but ain't don't nobody call nothing white on white crime. No. Ain't nobody no. ever said Asian on Asian crime. And, and if it is white on white crime, we need to implement some programs. Yeah, we need to help. It's an epidemic, and we, we got to do something to stop it. There's obviously a problem. There's, there's no way. And, and again, let, you, you know, hey, everybody else talked about it. We don't have to talk about it too, right? And I'm going to go on record. I am not defending any of this. But I just want to go ahead on and cast this narrative out here. This young lady that, let's go and call her what it is. This young lady that lied that said she was abducted. There wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's being vilified right now. And again, I ain't going to say rightfully so, but I mean, she lied, right? But me and my wife, as we were talking, I'm like, I just pray her parents are able to help figure out why. There's something There's something going on there. For you to do something like this in your mind, something's going on. And I hope people help her figure out what's going on inside of her about that. I've heard, whether it's true or not, 
but she was trying to get back at a boyfriend that she had caught cheating. And that may be why he declared his his <laughs> social media page. <laughs> he like, well, I'm out now, so because you did that, I'm I'm gonna go on dip. But, this is definitely not the way to get me back. Yeah, this, this didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and this is wrong. And so you know, he he probably sitting there with the fellas. Like I told you, she was crazy. That's why I was seeing old girl. Because <laughs> you know how we do. You know how we do. Yeah. I man, look, I, bro, I've been known she was crazy, dog. <laughs> I was happy she called. I could have told y'all that, man. <laughs> yeah. I, look, but but old buddy, so I, I was looking and uh, somebody somebody said that he was talking though. Hey, we gonna vilify her, right? And all, I mean, yeah, we get all we get our few jokes in. Yeah. But let's be let's be crystal clear about this. Her line didn't hurt nobody. It may have cost some money. But it didn't hurt nobody. It hurt, it, it hurt her in image. She may never work for real, right? But can, can, it's kind of hard to give a job. It's gonna be hard to give a job, right? Yeah. But but can we talk about the white lady that lied that lied on Emmett Till? Or can we talk about the white lady that lied on the on the Scottsboro boys? Or what about the white lady that lied on the on the uh what's the what's the the five the six in uh in New York? Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I know she's they got a name for him. I can't I can't yeah. I can't remember what it was. But I mean, hey, what, what, I remember when I was when, when we were younger. I can't remember how old I was, but what about the white lady who drowned her kids and say a black man would drown? Yeah, them? and now they was they was pulling all of us over, <laughs> looking for anybody. This dude, this dude right here read the script. He said, "Listen," he said, "After Carolyn Bride lied, lied on Emmett Till, causing him to be lynched, Susan Smith lied that a black man kidnapped her children. I think that's the one you talked about, whom she drowned. Charles Stewart lied that a black man killed his wife when he murdered her himself. Fanny Taylor lied that she was assaulted by Jesse Hunter and caused murder, mayhem, and the destruction of Rosewood." Sarah Page lied that Dick Rowland assaulted her and caused the Tulsa race massacre. The Scottsboro boys were falsely accused of raping two white women. Five black youth were arrested, convicted, and imprisoned after being falsely accused of assaulting and raping Tisha Mill in Central Park and never serving a blanket indictment on the white community. And his point was, I don't want to hear nobody talk about this was a bad look for black people. Yeah. Why come all them lies when the bad bad look for white people? Once again, it's what the media gives us and shows us, and, and how we are depicted compared to our counterparts. I, like I say, it it it's it's tiring, brother. It I'm is. tired. <laughs> and the only thing that keeps playing in my head. Was and I think I shared with the family that day. Me and my son had to have a conversation about some stuff going on at school, and I told him that day I took him to the barber shop and I said, "Let me go, let me go shuck and jive so I can afford to pay for your haircut." But but his he looked at me and said, "But dad, don't you ever get tired? Don't you ever get tired of having to play the game?" Yeah. And brother, and I've been tormented by that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I mean, we can't afford not to play the game. Exactly, that's my torment. 
It's yes. yes, I get tired, but I can't afford to quit. Yes. For your benefit, I can't afford to quit. Yes. And I'm tormented yes. because in my heart, I also don't want to have to teach my kids to live the same life I've had to live. Yeah. But I also yeah. don't want to set them up for failure. True. It's, it's a slippery slope, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's like you're damned if you do and you're, you're double damned if you don't. Right. Yeah, but, but once again, these are the conversations that we have to have. This is the life we live in, you know. They don't have to have those these type of conversations with their kids. And hey, you know, uh, when you get pulled over, these are the steps you need to take to make sure you come home safely and not in a body bag. You know, it, it's crazy. <laughs> and like a couple a week ago. This this white dude Charlie Kirk the Charlie Kirk show after the after the affirmative action came through he gonna go on his little podcast and say Michelle Michelle Obama Joanne Reed uh, uh, Jackson Lee and Katanja Brown Jackson all stole white people slots to get in college and this dude wow. this dude dropped out of junior college wow <laughs> you a junior college dropout you had the audacity. To say these educated sisters stole some white people's slots? That, that lets you know real colors how they really feel. It really is, dog. It really is. And then even this one, because I want to make sure people know, because I don't know if everybody know this one. I don't know if you knew about it. So there was this black lady in in Connecticut. She She used her daddy's address, her father's address, to let her 12-year-old son go to another to a school in in that district. It was a good school, right? They found out she lied because she actually was homeless. Bro, they gave her 12 years. In, in, uh, they sentenced her to 12 years for that. Well, what was the crime? For, for, for lying. They said stealing education. Man, come on, bro. I ain't lying, dog. Look it up. Tanya McDowell got 12 years for for for, for using a false address. False. I, I use that in quotation because it was her daddy's house. Using a false address to send her kids to school. Even though technically she had no address. She was homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in, 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 the, in the slide, compare that to Felicity Huffman, the, 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 the white woman on the picture for the bribing for college. Uh, yeah. She got 30 days in jail. Mm. And I, I bet you, because we talked about it offline and you know, didn't know that this had any correlation, but I bet you that her son was a really, really good ball player. Nobody ever said that. And they, they, they would have contacted her. Hey, we can use this address. Your son can come here and we'll take care of everything. Yeah. So, so he can play ball here. Yeah, so he can play uh, ball. Tell me that don't happen. Happening right now. All she wanted was her kid to have a better education. And <laughs> if he could have ran, jump, or kick, wouldn't have been a problem. Let's talk about something a little open. I'm going to go into work tomorrow with an attitude. My co-worker will be wondering why I'm looking at him like 
was all right. <laughs> now, okay, see, I had to read. Somebody said there's some other stuff that was around her charges. I'm going to have to read that one up. But I know they still okay. charge her with larceny as well. They they literally called that one larceny. Because of stealing the, education. Yeah. How can you steal something that's supposed to be free? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was it, a, was it a public school or private school? It was a public school. <laughs> Supposed to be so free. So at, at, at this public school, they just giving away knowledge, right? <laughs> they got people there that instruct other people and teach them stuff, right? And that ultimately helps change people's lives, huh? Okay. For free. And those, those students are not paying anything, right? Just books given to them, huh? Okay. Well, I know in Florida, there's a, a quote-unquote book book that's getting burned. Yeah, that's it. It's getting, it's getting taken out the line. Getting free books. Some of them books we may not want in Florida, depending upon what the yeah. lesson But But you, you, know, you know this stuff ain't just happening. I don't... Do you remember that me and Veronica had this issue? Uh... Uh, about let's see, uh, five years ago when we were in Georgia. No, I did not. So, so Dylan was in third grade. Yeah, I think it had to be third because he he did fifth grade here. He did fourth and fifth year. It was third grade. There was a there was a a brochure brought home. I say a bro. It was a pamphlet for them to study for a test. So it was written like a newspaper. And it said something that my Veronica still has a picture. And I think we kept it. The, the blurb said something like it said many or some. I want to say it said many. Many slaves chose slavery because of the long-term benefits to their family or something like that. I, I, I think I, I think you did mention something about that too. It was crazy, like dog. Like that that afternoon, like we went ballistic immediately. And, and as well you should. Yeah, like I call, like I ain't going to work the next day. I was like, no, yeah. we, we'll be at the school at eight fifteen in the morning. I demand to meet with the principal. The teacher, like everybody. <laughs> wow. Like this stuff ain't just happening, man. They've been rewriting history for a long time, brother. Yep. It's absolutely, absolutely crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Hey, man, let's talk about sports. Yeah. <laughs> this week, let me, let me, I'm going to start with this one. Uh-oh, I thought I saved it. I had it somewhere. God dang it. So they asked uh, Justin, um, Justin, Fields. Justin Fields last week said he believes he is definitely top five all-time rushing quarterback. And many people agree. Well, I ain't going to say many people agree. But here was his top five. Of course, he said he's in the top five. The other four people he said were Michael Vick, Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, and Steve Young. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, what about Randall Cunningham? 
That's the first name I thought about. I'm like, so Randall Cunningham didn't play? And then I thought a little bit. I'm like, okay. Randall Cunningham had a heck of an arm as well. Yeah. In the offense he was in, I don't know if he was a rushing quarterback or if he was one of the first mobile quarterbacks we saw. But if you got Steve Young on the list, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta consider Randall Cunningham. Yes, most definitely. And I'm, I'm trying to think this really are a running quarterback. I'll tell you another name that came to my mind, and I actually responded to the tweet with this one. Uh-huh. He didn't have the longevity as these people he's mentioned. I'm like, but well, Justin, Justin Fields only been in the league two years. Are we going to act like Vince Young never hit, came into the league, though? Yeah. Vince Young was that dude. He, he was trash in the league, man. He was, no, oh, oh, oh. He, he ran, he won rookie of the year. His first two years, he balled out. And then remember, he, 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 I hate to say it like this, but he went, he went, he went nuts. What happened? Something happened because it, it was like, hey, this dude, this dude is good. Then, like, oh, yeah, oh, then, oh, then, oh, then oh, he okay. was like found in a chicken coop, you know, chicken, like, hey, hey, hanging out with stuff. Yeah, it was smoking. Like it was. It I, it really did. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I I gotta just venture off for a second. My wife, she is so funny, and anytime my kids have something, whether it's food, drink, a game, she'll say something, and they'll they'll say it's not enough. Well, you remember that part in Friday when uh, Smokey's mom. It's like, hey, run down to the store and get me a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And she like gives him one dollar. And he like, this not enough. Do you remember her response? Make it enough. Make it enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and of course, me and Erica chuckle because we know what she's talking about. But the kids, the kids, just, they, they, they're oblivious. But it's just so she'd be like, make it enough. <laughs> she put a little hand to the attitude. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, it just popped in my head. I was, I, was laughing, I was laughing in my head, and I wanted you to laugh at me. So. <laughs> Make it enough. <laughs> Make it enough. <laughs> like, should, should be cooking, and, and you know, I'm like, man, I don't think that's enough. <laughs> Make it enough. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Vince bought out. He bought out those two seasons, and then I think he hurt his knee. See if you can look it up. Cause something like like somebody had talked him down to someone one time, didn't they? Yeah, it was. It was bad. He went missing. He uh, went missing for a couple days. Yeah, like his mama couldn't get a hold of. Yeah. Uh, he saw he 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 got hurt, and then it kind of spiraled after that. Uh. 29 season, yeah, Kerry Collins. So he got hurt. He injured his knee in 20. So he came in the league in 2006, balled out, um, held the NFL record for rushing for a rookie quarterback, um, played really well. And then 2007, I think he balled out. Uh, Well, he he was up and down. Jeff Fisher was his coach, though. Mm. Uh, he made the first game regular season. He finished 
2,500 yards passing. Oh, no, nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Maybe he didn't ball out. My bad. <laughs> I don't think Vincent, I mean, hey, somebody got to win rookie of the year. He has to be a rookie. I, like, when you say Vincent, I'm like, eh. No, I don't know if Vince Young's good at that. His, that first, college? his first year, he won rookie, NFL Rookie of the Year in 2006. Considered mm-hmm. ending his, you know, in the article. He said he considered ending his career after the first season. See, that should have let people know something right there with him. Yeah. Yeah, they probably He just won. He, he just got picked as the best rookie of the whole entire. Every, all the rookies that's in the league, they picked you as the best. And. You I think I'm gonna retire. Said something right, man. Something. Right. And then after that horrible second season, he hurt his knee. And then they put Kerry Collins in, and Kerry Collins started the rest of the season. Now Kerry Collins got hurt. He got his job back. He did decent. Made the Pro Bowl in 2010. Uh, they got out to a rocket start, and then he got released all of a sudden, staying there no longer be on the team. But what happened? Threw his shoulder pads into the crowd and left the field. Yeah, that, I think that's what he meant crazy. Had an altercation with Jeff Fisher in the locker room, stormed out, and then they released him. And then they kind of went all down hill from there. He was what is Fisher doing now? Do we know? I don't know. He played for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for 2017. Really? <laughs> he did. That's not that long ago. It's, it's, you know, it's been five, six years, but when you think about it, it's really not that long ago. It really wasn't that long ago. Uh, then he retired. He is hired by the University of Texas as a special assistant in the athletic department. So Texas they, they is trying to, to take care of it. Take care. Yeah, they're trying to look out. Okay, I retract my statement. Oh, 2008, this is where it was the disappearance. In September 9, 2008, a distraught Young left his home without his cell phone. The reason given was that Young was upset over being booed by fans throwing a second interception during the game. Young postponed the doctor's examination until the following day after his knee injury. After speaking to members of Young's family, Fisher called Nashville police, and after a four-hour search, they found Young who agreed to meet Fish and the police at the team facility. Mm. Nobody really knows so, where he went. So he got embarrassed and got his feelings hurt that, that Jeff Fisher called the cops. Yeah. I, I bet you that's what it is. And then, and then he went bankrupt too. He lost all his money. Because that was before when people could make a whole lot of money. Yeah. Even as a rookie. Yeah. Sign a 50 million contract and you ain't thrown out one passing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vince had a rough life. Alright, I retract my statement. I won't I won't make a case for Vince Young. But I still think there was more than more than these five. It's hard in my it's hard for me to put Steve Young in the top five running back all uh rushing quarterbacks all time. Maybe he I'm a lot. Yeah, you I think you are. <laughs> the first couple of years that when he actually played, he ran a ton. Like people thought that he wouldn't be able to sit. He, he, he wouldn't be able to become a people thought of him what they think about most black quarterbacks. Over Randall, and he had the kind of proof. Over Randall Cunningham, Big Drake. I I give you another one. Uh-huh. What about Warren? Uh, what about uh, um, 
what was the other black quarterback for the for the for the Houston Oilers? Not no, I'm sorry. Oh, McNair. Yeah. McNair. What about Steve McNair? When I think about Steve McNair, I think about a pocket passer. You think about Air McNair? Yeah, I am thinking about a pocket passer. Uh, now, didn't didn't Donovan McNair run a little bit? Donovan, no? Nah, Donovan McNair was kind of fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think when he first came in, like the first year or two, I think he mm-hmm. did bulldog people. But after that, mm-hmm. no, I think, I think, I think, I think the the um, what's them things called? Um, the Philly cheese steak got the best of it. Oh, well, who else could it be? I don't know. I now now I wanna. <laughs> Now I want to go and 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 now I want to go. Yeah, I want to go Google quarterback rushing leaders. Oh no, that's two thousand two. I want to see all time. Yeah. Who is who? Who is the best all time rushing quarterback? I don't know, man. It's hard for me to put Steve Younger. I mean, let's, 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 let's be honest. Okay. Cause he white. Yeah, it is because he's white. But, okay. I, 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 I. so if I look, this is this is dual threat quarterback. So this is people mm-hmm. with the most rushing tips. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a list we can start with. Okay, Cam okay. Newton is up top. Uh-huh. Ah, here's another one we don't think about. Russell Wilson is the number two all time rushing attempt quarterback. Get out of here. 901 rushing attempts. I would not have thought that. Michael Vick is number three. Randall Cunningham. Ah, here's another one we don't think about because he white. John Elway. Oh, John Elway did run a lot. The when first John year. Elway had came into the league, John Elway had the legs. Yeah, you're right. You're uh, absolutely right. Lamar Jackson. Steve Young. And then I really think it goes. Hold on, so this is gonna make me probably take Russell Wilson out. Then it also has Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I think that means if you get sacked, they count that as a rushing attempt. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, because now Aaron Rodgers, you know, he, he got some wheels on, but Tom Brady actually. Okay, that, that's well, like having Peyton Manning. In. So okay, well let's go. Here's the next one. Here's rushing yards for a quarterback. And this may be better. I who number mm-hmm. one, of course, Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 6100. Um Cam Newton, number two. No. Mm-hmm. Number three. Russell Wilson. Wow. Russell Wilson wow. has more he's right at five thousand rushing yards. Wow. Above That's all I can say. Randall Cunningham is number four. Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson number five, Steve Young number six. Mm. All right, I tell you that. Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm, I'm I would really never thought of Russell Wilson as a running quarterback. But to Justin's credit, when he runs the ball, it's like. Spectacular and like, how did he do that? I remember one game. You know, I wish we had our, our fraternity brother on here because he is a big time Chicago Bears fan. But one <laughs> game, 
Justin Fields really won the game by himself just by running. Yeah, because he had no other players on the team with him. Correct, correct. And it was magical. It was, yes. So, you know, maybe he owned us up I don't doubt it. I, I find it tough for him to put himself in the top five already. I think you got to get a little bit of, uh, yeah, you got to get a little longevity up under you to put yourself in top five. And then and then we can't ever forget, and I think it's only because people don't truly consider him a quarterback, but the person that really redefined all of this for the, a lot of these new kids is Slash, man, Cordell Stewart. Yeah, I forgot about Slash. I forgot. I wonder what he do. He he was he, had, he did everything. He had one of them uh, uh Simpsons type head, like them Homer. He really did. Homer Simpson. No, Marge. Like, he had a Marge Simpson head. Yeah, like, yeah. Square like a racer. It was like <laughs> shave your head down, bro. Take a little bit off the top. I mean my scalp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that that was not nice of him. But he did have a funny head. You didn't lie. I think of I mean when I when somebody says Cordell Stewart, I think of, like you said, eraser head and star crunch for skin. <laughs> you know what I mean, baby star crunches? Like, why he got this as his skin? Like you make millions of dollars. Clear that up, dog. Clear it up. At least get you a good barber, because a good barber would never let that happen. <laughs> But he had like the star crunch around his mouth and lips and chin. Up. I think that was from, oh. from shaving his beard, dog. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Some razor bump lotion or something, dog. Yeah, it's bad. I'm with you. That is that's pretty bad. But I'm with you. Eraser head and star crunch are pretty much what he thinks. What I think. What I think. He had this one patch of beard that stayed, and everything else be gone. Yeah. <laughs> you got a patch of beard. What you trying to accomplish? Yeah. All right, so Justin Justin may be on to something. I just think he's a little premature and putting himself in the top five already. Yeah. I, think, I think he's a little premature and putting himself in the top five already. Uh, was my only only thing. Hey, other other news. Uh, there's a couple of headlines I wanted to make sure we hear. Uh, Michael Jordan is now no longer a uh, a majority NBA owner. He he is a. They have approved the sale of the Charlotte Hornets. I, but I, I really want to make sure nobody feels sorry for Michael Jordan. Oh no! I mean, he's a billionaire. <laughs> Michael Jordan paid two hundred seventy-five million dollars in two thousand ten. For his majority stake in this in in the Charlotte Hornets, he just well, really seem like a lot. he just sold his stake for three billion dollars. Wow! <laughs> just, wow! 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 <laughs> Winning three billion dollars. Dog, that's crazy. And when he got presented the numbers. He probably said this ain't enough, and they said, "Well, make it." Enough. <laughs> 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, that's that's gonna be my. I'm gonna tell Boogie. I'm t- I'm stealing that for my boys. <laughs> I most definitely will. Man, this this ain't enough food. We'll make it enough. <laughs> we'll make it enough. <laughs> 
Say what now? Do you recall the name of his tequila that he has out? Uh, no, because all of them got one out now. You're right. And um, I saw it at a, uh, when I was in Florida, I saw it at a liquor store. And, hey, man, hey, that, that price was high, man. I, I, had to, I had to bypass that. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> He was very proud of it. He's very proud of me. Oh, he's his Sincora? Sincora? You know, I can't see it. Yeah, I can't see it. C-I-N. Oh, it's a pretty bottle, though, ain't it? It is. That's what kind of attracted me. Because if you recall, and I bet you most people didn't even pay attention to it, but during the documentary, the last day, every time he was sitting there getting interviewed, there was a bottle that tequila behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the cheapest ball is seventy five dollars. That's what I'm saying, dog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he real proud of that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Golly. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I, I did. wanted to, to partake in it, but I. It's too rich for my blood. Michael Jordan is. Other than he got now, his money's longer. But the other name almost say he has found more ways to make money. Mm-hmm. Other than Shaq, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Michael Jordan. I mean, his his multiple streams of income and the 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 size of those streams, mm-hmm. I think it's unmatched. Yeah, yeah. Because you know that that tequila is probably selling. Yeah, so people are buying it. I mean, Jordan. I mean, we talking about shoes. We talking about James. So, you know, he's he been, he been on the throne, and don't nobody even know how long he's been on the throne. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And, and have you seen the movie with the air? Yeah. Have you seen that? Nope. Is, is it really good? I haven't seen it yet. The boys want to watch oh. it. We ain't got a chance to. And it doesn't even have him in it. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't make a cameo appearance? Or no. His character isn't even shown on the screen. Really? No. The movie is about his mama making the deal. Uh, they show a bald head black dude in a car driving away. Or they show a bald head black dude standing with his back to a camera. They wow. never show the face of quote unquote Michael Jordan. Wow. Yeah. And Michael Jordan ain't off of nothing. Nah, and he still dictated how that was going to be done. He told him who was the only person he would allow to play his mama. <laughs> wow. Who, who played his mama, do you know? Um, uh, oh, man, the woman in Woman King, the playing Woman King, the black lady. Oh, okay, Viola Davis. Viola Davis played his mama. Okay. He told, he told you know, Adam Sandler. You, know you know who I would want to play my mama? Who? Uh... Oh, what's her real name? But but uh, Dre's mama in Blackish. Oh you know yeah, about? this married to old buddy. Um, I know you're talking about. I can't think of a woman name. Yeah, I can on the tip of my tongue. I can't like that's because she a little crazy. My mom was a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would agree. And I think she would. Who would you want to play your mom? 
I was thinking about that. I, you know, it would probably have to be. Uh, it's got to be Angela Bassett. No, no, I don't think it'd be Angela Bassett. It'd have to be somebody that could 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 drum up that real spiritual. Because you know, my mama, my mama is a Jesus freak. Yes, uh, like way hard, like real hard, like hard hard. Uh, and so it would have to be someone. It would probably have to be someone out of the Tyler Perry playbook. Uh, play my. <laughs> what about uh, Patty Labelle? Patty would be a decent. And you know what they used to call my mama when my mama's nickname was Patty. What's Pat. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, no. man, I, years, I know, man. man. I absolutely will, man. My mama, you know, the mama celebrates a big milestone birthday this year, so we may have to do something for her, man. We, we may have to do something for her. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'd love to come down there if y'all do something for real. I will, man. I, well, it's, it's season for you. Mama birthday uh, in September, man. Mama, mama, uh, mama birthday be in September. Though. Yeah, yeah. Right, so. yeah. yeah. I, our first game is on my son's birthday, so I'm a Mrs. birthday. Uh, y'all do something that's that weekend after, I guess. Yeah, we'll okay. do something. Yeah. And we are gonna try to catch a game this year. Gonna try to catch a game. Y'all been saying that for a couple years. I know. I'm, 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 I think this is the year. I'm just staying in the fight. Well, Whatever it takes, have a long. Let me tell you this: it's on the family calendar this year. Okay. Okay. And I went on and blocked the whole weekend. The weekend says going to Uncle Quasi's game in Mississippi on the family couch. I love it. I love so, it. So it's blocked off. It's 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 made far, it's made more progress than it has in years past. Yes. yes. And I, I would love for some of our like our frat brothers and LBs to come up. Yeah. It, it, Homecoming week, October 28th, is one of the few Saturday games y'all got. Yes. We invade Ellisville. Hey, you know, we, we, we play on Thursdays. I get it. Yep. I get it. I... It is a long drive from Tennessee to Mississippi. <laughs> oh, I, I, I bet it is. It's probably, it's probably what, seven, eight hours? I, I think I when I looked at the last time, I think it's seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bless you. So, you know the one person that's absolutely out. She will never drive eight hours to watch football. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't expect her to be down there. She said, oh, y'all going down to see you? I said, yeah, we going down. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I said, baby, I already knew you weren't making that ride with us. No, nope, not going to happen. Hey, man, other thing I wanted to get into. Now, I'm torn in this conversation, but I wanted to bring it up and see what you thought. There's been a lot made about the running back position in the NFL and the devaluation of the running back position. We talked a little bit about this last week. Yeah. Uh, so the, supposedly the NFL running backs got on them a Zoom call to talk about the financial state. Now I heard people talk about, you know, they should, you know, well, boycott. Well, first of all, they ain't going to boycott. That's, that's ain't going to happen. But here's why I'm towing it, Drake. In one hand, I agree. I think they are undervalued, and for the for the pounding that their body takes on, right. On the other hand, but if you get more money, somebody else get less money. 
So who do you believe deserves less money? That that's one of them unfortunate questions that always kind of get thrown at you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then but then the other piece is and I I, I resist this one. Cause like they talking about Saquon. But you 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 don't want to sign or you angry that you're going to have to play this season for a 10 million dollar salary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, but in fairness to Saquon it's not that I'm paying for playing this season for a $10 million salary, but I'm playing behind a quarterback that you're playing $40 million, Yeah. Who's just decent. So I get it. I get that. And I, I get that. <laughs> I do. I do. You know, but like almost, almost. Each position is really, really hard to find. Um, I think two positions you can kind of find because there's only one on the field. You know, quarterbacks are really hard to find. Uh, a, a really good O-line, even though there's five of them, there's, there's different attributes that you look for from center to guard to tackle to left tackle to right tackle. I get linebackers, D-line, you know, D-linemen. I mean, you got somebody big that can run, that can bend. Better pay him a lot of money. Yeah, too. Because um, you ain't going to find a lot but, of them. But like running backs and tight ends, it's, it, it almost seems like everybody got a good tight end. Everybody got a good running back. Like, and I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm diminishing his skills and what his value should be. But if, if, if I'm talking about I'm a GM of a team, I'm thinking I'm a draft beat. You know, when it's my turn, you know, if I got some other pieces in this year, hey, I'm looking for a running back, I'm going to draft a running back high. I'm going to do my research to make sure I get the one I want. I'm going to sign him. And after that fifth, sixth year, I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm not going to re-up and pay you all this money because year six, year seven. Like the, the, the days of Emmett Smith playing 32 years in the NFL, <laughs> that's just not gonna happen. So that's what I'm gonna do if I'm a genius. I'm gonna draft me one, especially if he's good. I'm gonna hold him five, six years, then I'm gonna draft me another. I mean, you can't argue with it. And because the running back position, like you said, they they, they buy this get beat up. Let's talk about Saquon. How many games has this dude missed? No fault of his own. I'm not saying he's choosing to miss games, but how many games has he missed? Because he's like one year he, he was out for the whole season. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, yeah. as soon as I pay you this money, you're gonna take your and, and I seen somebody said this statistic. It was, I can't quote. It. I tried to find it exactly. Um, that's been on in the last. I think it said 15 years. It's been only two. Super Bowl champions that had a thousand yard rusher. Wow! It's like two or three. Yes, absolutely. The last time the Super Bowl champion had a thousand yard rusher was 2016, mm. and that was Legarrette Blunt for the Patriots. Mm. So 
it's not. I don't have to have a thousand yard rusher to win a, win the league. I don't. I don't. So what you want me to do with you? <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I, I could be wrong, but the 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 devalue of running backs to me really started with Le'Veon Bell when he I chose so. to sat out that whole year, and like the production was still there with the running backs the, the Steelers had. They were like, uh, I mean, you're good now, but we really didn't miss you. Then when he came back, uh, I believe he went to the Jets. Like, uh, and see that man, you, you was in rhythm. But you set out that one year, and now, and now you now you average. <laughs> you below average because he yeah. got he got he got passed around like a blunt after that. Average is grits. Yeah, he got he got passed around like a blunt after that. I mean, he was like four teams in five years after that. Yeah. So. And, and, so he, and the yeah. next man up. <laughs> yeah. So at, at the running back position, I mean, it's unfortunate, but you, you just got to make what you make. Because think of it, like, I'm, I'm at a junior college. I got 12 D linemen in my room. 12 D linemen. The running back coach got three. Now, of course, when you go to bigger schools, it's going to be more, but there's never going to be a room for a whole bunch of running backs. It's just not. It's just not, not going to happen. There's only one position. And the most that's going to play, you'll play two. You know what I mean? You're going to have your primary, you're going to have your backups. Because your primary can't take all the carries because of the load that they, the, the pounding on their body. So when you leave, my number two going to become a number one that's going to draft somebody. Yep. And in some t- cases, like the, like the, uh, like the Cowboys, I got a 1A and a 1B. Yeah. And the only yeah. reason why I had that is because I paid 1A all this money. Yeah. If yeah, 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 yeah. we real honest, the only reason why Zeke was still starting last year is because of that contract we gave him. No doubt. No doubt. Harlan was think, clearly the better running back. <laughs> that's why they did what they did. Yep. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure the people on the team was like, Hey, uh, Jerry, I mean, I get it, but we can't go through another year of the dude that's such starting getting majority carries. Come on now. Is Zeke, you about to make it lose the team. Right. Zeke, Zeke is still sitting there. I, I think Zeke is, uh, I think Zeke is still unsigned, too. Yeah, just like Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And I think Dalvin is a really good running now there's some more stuff came out that better gave me a little bit clarity on why Dalvin Cook is inside. Okay. So I didn't know Dalvin Cook was also facing a domestic domestic violence charge. Oh, I did not know that. Either. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, with video, I think there's some video. Uh, uh, well, yeah, put, it's, it's, it's hard to get. Hey, can't touch you right now. Yeah, put some hee hee's and ha ha's against. His girlfriend's head, and that, that you ain't. We ain't touching with a long spoon, brother. No, dog. You felt man enough to put them them things to head. We gonna let you ride. He's and ha ha. He's and ha ha. I don't say that in a in a in a in a condescending manner to to make fun of domestic violence. I said that just to make fun. I mean, just because of the, the thing. I wasn't. I'm not condemning domestic violence or taking light of domestic violence. 
You sound like a politician that just got caught in some mess. Are you trying to talk your way up out of it? I'm just saying. I didn't say that to make light of domestic violence. I didn't take it that way. I didn't take it. I didn't take it. That you're a supporter. One of my old boys used to call him he he's and ha ha's. That's what I always say. When, when you run for, for, for Congress or whatever you run, it's going to come out. It's like, hey, I'm not saying that everybody that voted for King Penn believe in the best of violence, but I'm saying all. Oh. All domestic violence people did vote for him. They did vote for King Penn. I do know that. I do know that. Go back and hear the tape on him talking about he he is and ha ha's for Dalvin Cook. Talk about talk about him. Go listen to the tape with him talking about the washcloth and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> there are numerous accounts that keep being uh... <laughs> like they they just gonna uh, send you a text message saying we have the Mayfield radio show tapes. I, <laughs> That's all they gonna say. That next morning you'll see me on press conference. Um. After much thought and consideration and conversation yeah. with my family, I've decided so to withdraw for the race. I believe I believe this race is full of prime candidates that should will be able to lead our country. Sign Dalvin Cook either right now, because oh, apparently no. Dalvin Cook does not know how to not put his hands on women, and that is not okay for us. So just, just make sure everybody know know where my position is on Dalvin Cook. Oh. Can you imagine somebody putting their arm around Dalvin? Like, now you know you're not supposed to do that, right? <laughs> 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 I can't talk to Nah, bro, you can't do that. Like, oh, hey, okay. You know they frown on that, right? You know that don't look yeah, good, right? <laughs> hey, did you I see? Did you see this video? I'm sorry, my mind, you know, my mind to go quick too. Did you see this video about these air conditioned helmets LSU got? I think I might saw a clip of it a while back, and it slipped my mind. I hadn't seen nothing else. Like, what's the technology? How is it powered? Or none of that. I, I just that's pretty cool, though. I mean, you know, no, no pun intended, but that's. I think. Know, I, nice. I think. I think. We used. To, I think we used to say this, and I think it's probably. I ain't gonna say it no more. This is this is a different day and time of the stuff we used to say ten years ago when we started this. Uh, I just like for everybody. I, I do want to go on record and say this. When we send the text message to people about our podcast, I feel some kind of way, and I think really in my heart, this is why I stopped sending the text message when we started back up. Because I don't want people to think, like, oh, everybody got a podcast now. No, we been at this. <laughs> 10 plus years in the game. Yeah. Pre-COVID. <laughs> we been in this game. We ain't new to this. We true to this. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, it's the it's the further. I say it this way: it's the further softening of America. There was other terms we used to use, but we can't use them no more. Yeah. 
It is the softening of America. Dog, an air conditioner in a helmet, in a football helmet. An AC in a football helmet. Hey, speaking from somebody who currently does not have an AC, I, 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 I wish I had one of them ever falling in that dog on dorm room. I, I sleep with it on. I, tell. I sleep with it on. I would. I, I forgot about so you that. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me they can engineer air conditioning and individual health? But y'all can't get no AC on in a dormitory? The whole dorm ain't got AC? What we doing? Oh god. What we doing? My bad, Big Drake. I didn't mean I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to stir up that wound. That was a hard wound to pull. <laughs> Maybe they get you some AC. See, maybe that's your problem. They, they, they probably would. Like, oh, I didn't know you were one of us. And they probably just go to the break and just pick a switch. <laughs> go try it now. Yeah, it should be working. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, God. Dog, that, it, speaking of music and music video, did, did you hear what happened to Fam U, the football program? I did. Hey, is it just me? Did you so? Did you go listen to the song? I did, man. I, I did. I, I I saw a little clip of, of you know the guy in there and them you know doing what rappers do. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't watching this foolishness. Trash. Most rappers are nowadays. Trash. And you know what? I was I I was I was lured in. Mm -hmm. I saw a tech tweet about it. Yeah, and then I read comments. Some people like, yeah, woohoo, coach, you did that, but ain't no real football-related activities going on right now, so what up? You know, so some people hating on it. Some people like, congratulations, we support you 100%. Got to bring discipline back. Got to protect the brand, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then somebody said, well, to be honest, the song kind of go hard. So I'm like, okay. Man, let me go listen to it. <laughs> I pulled it up and uh, I saw the name of the track. I'm like, the track sound kind of hard. Uh, now well, I got, I, I forgot. I got it because the song was so garbage. I forgot oh. even all of it. Uh, <laughs> rap song. Hold on. I got it now. I got to find it. Um, but I, yeah, I looked at the, I looked at the thing and I'm like, real Boston. Hold on, let me. I Google. I, I'll tell y'all. Give me a sec. I'll tell y'all the name of the, of, the, of the little album he got. Cause I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I was like, the name of the album is Send Send the Blitz. I'm like, uh oh, this may go hard. Trash. Straight trash. Trash as a rapper, trash lyrics, trash beat, tra everything about the song is trash. Wow. The only thing crunk in the song is the fam you locker room. <laughs> wow. Trash. Straight trash. How do you shoot a whole music video without nobody knowing? Dog, it ain't just in the locker room. 
He got like the helmet. He got the gear. He got everything on. Wow. And he had multiple areas of the locker room. And he got a posse with him. It's like 30 people in the video. Come on, man. So nobody saw anything, huh? Nobody saw anything. As a head coach, that's, that's probably embarrassing. It's a bad look, dog. Yeah. So he, he had to do that to save his job. Bad look. If I'm his boss, I'm like, what, what y'all doing over there? Did you, did you approve this? And of course, he's like, approve what? <laughs> like, Let me show you this. So, so you, you didn't know that this is going on in your locker room. Yeah, so he, he had to do that. <laughs> Especially, remember, hey, didn't our fam make the one? What was what was old buddy uh finna be head coach at? Who that? Uh, old buddy, old buddy, Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Ed Reed. I know that's why I said old buddy from your high school. That's what I'm finna say. Yeah, uh, Bethune Cookman. Yeah, Bethune Cookman. Okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, hey, don't waste your time. Uh, Real Boston Richie is the artist. Send the Blitz is the song. Trash. Straight trash. I, I, I kind of want to hear see how trash it is. Yeah, you're going to have to. Oh, when we get off there, you listen to it on your way to the home. It takes me to tell me what you think because it's trash. <laughs> And, you know, I don't like provocative lyrics and all that type of stuff. I was open. Yeah. I'm like, I already know. I have set my mind. Prin, you already kind of know what kind of stuff going to be in this, right? Yeah. But, again, with the hook, like, send the blitz, I'm like, even though it's not my cup of tea, I can see how that's going to go hard. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Uh, trash. I don't even know if you said send the blitz twice in the song. Trash. <laughs> So not the hook or nothing? Not the hook or nothing. Trash. Trash. Garbage. Uh, <laughs> Him putting on the fam you stuff is the quirkiest part of the video. Wow. I feel old when I listen to some of this stuff, but 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 a lot of these artists are really trash. They really are. Yeah. Lil Bow Wow yeah. of all people said that. Lil Bow Wow was like, yeah, there's only like three good artists, period. <laughs> He ain't lying. He ain't lying. Yeah, it's trash, man. I, I will. I will say this. Speaking of rap, this, this is the ten, this is the Made Me Radio Show. This is what we do. Uh, you just don't know what you listen to when you tune in, so that's why you always should tune in. Uh, <laughs> hey, I will encourage you. You know, I'm always trying to give you something to watch while you're in the room. Uh, that little baby documentary on Amazon TV. Uh huh. It's not bad. Okay. I didn't know who Lil Baby was because I get Lil Baby, Dub Baby, Cry Baby, all, I get all them mixed up. Uh, it gave me a little bit better understanding of this kid. He, he's, it's not bad. It's not a bad, it's not a bad documentary. Okay, you know, I, you know, I love a good doc. It, yeah, it's it's worth a watch. I, I mean, when I watched it, I was like, hey, I kind of like this kid. I mean, he looked like he got his head on straight. Of course, he, he's a dope boy, but but like how, he didn't want to rap. He wasn't, like, they had to make him rap. <laughs> oh, wow. Like they had to recruit him to rap. They was like, so "Hey, was he, you were literally living." So what now? Was he? I mean, did he freestyle or something? And people wanted him to rap on the life he was living. Like he did. He, he, he was. He was. Re he was really living the life. Ah. Uh, 
they was like, dude, like, all you got to do is write what you just did last weekend. And it's a yeah. trap. Wow. Yeah. And he was living a life like early, like 16, 17 years old. Watch it. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I heard he got like 20 or 30. Like, I want to say it wasn't 20 or 30. I want to say it was 15 to 18 bodies, they think. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, dog. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. And, and from, what, from what I understand, he was doing it while he was still famous. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which, you know, it, it reminds you of. Uh, Aaron Hernandez. Killing people while playing football. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It is. And then they end up getting gunned down. I mean, you you I mean life imitates art, man. You can't do that. Now the the, the rapper that's that just got a mistrial. Young YM, YM Melly, Melly or something like that. Yeah. Well I, I really I mean I you know I see it on Twitter, the the court updates and this happened that happened and the, the, the judge declared it a mistrial like what was he charged with I still don't I don't know that I've been watching it just like you but I don't I don't know I don't know what happened they keep talking about the car his friends was in and all this other stuff I don't know what that means <laughs> Did he set him up to be killed? We sound like some old dudes. What the letters in them? What the letters in them? In that name is? What the address on it? What the address on that is? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, just, just the same way I heard you say Keith Bond and not King Bond. Oh, then you gonna be like uh. Old buddy off of uh, Jumanji too, you know uh, Danny DeVito and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where we gonna. That would be us. <laughs> Still doing this dog on podcast. Keith Bond, huh? Who is that? Who 
what is boy that what, what is boy do they say? If I ever do something and I have to have an alias, that's gonna be my alias. Keith Bond. Keith Bond. Keith Bond. <laughs> Keith Bond. My goodness. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get off here, man. So, SEC Media Day, we'll hear some stuff next week about it, but only one I wanted to hit, and, and y'all know how I feel about this. Everybody know, everybody's chasing Georgia, so Georgia's going for the three-peat, right? They the king of the hill. But Paul Firebomb, who who I think me and you uh, uh, holistically can't stand, pissed off Nick Saban. Okay. By saying Nick Saban's legacy may be in jeopardy if he doesn't make the college football playoffs this season. Really? And, you know, we holistically hate Paul Feinbaum because he is the Jerry Springer of football. He doesn't care. I ain't going to say no nothing about football because you can't been a dinner done this this long and not know nothing about football. But he obviously never played the game. And I don't think he really cares about the game. I think he only cares about views, likes, and ratings. But to, to say this man's legacy is in jeopardy if he doesn't make the college football playoffs this year... Wow. And, and Nick Saban took the took the stand thirty eight high. So he addressed it in front of everybody. He didn't address it. He took the stand, answered however many mandatory questions he had to answer. When he came off the stage, they said he was in, he was still available for about seven minutes, <laughs> and he dipped. You know, I ain't answering nothing. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Now, did did um did Paul like pose a question to him and say something, or he just said no, this on his Paul radio said show? it on the radio show the day before Alabama's day uh, at uh, SEC Media Day. Uh, so you know, he said it just so he could. <laughs> yeah, but they gotta be better than that. Come on. If but you, you somebody you, that don't matter. Well, but you know, Nick is like Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah and that yeah. made me angry. <laughs> yeah. He finds stuff to piss him off. Yeah, I, I know you don't want to poke the bed up, so y'all yeah. better watch out. He, his only comment, he said, I'm not here to create expectations for our team. Lots of people would do that. Expectation is some way a premeditated way to create disappointment. We need to stay process oriented, not focus on outcomes. In Nick Saban terms, we finna try to we finna try to we finna try to kill people. Yep. Now, unfortunately, yep. fortunately for the rest of the world, I don't know if he has a starting quarterback in the room. I, I bet he does. We, I mean, we just don't know who he is, but I bet he does. Cause I well. And because you said that, let me give you this other tidbit. I think I read every national championship he's won at Alabama, he's won with a first-year quarterback. Really? Yep. Wow. Well, 
She got one, we just don't know about it. Yeah, so this, this may be the one. This may be the year. You didn't poke the bell. See, I thought you were going to say something about Lane Kiffin and how he's saying that the NCAA now is pretty much trash because of the portal and all this stuff. It's pay for play. I'm tired of all the, the, tra- the portal stuff, the NIL stuff. Like, to me, and like Lane played the game. Like Nick keeps saying stuff about the portal and all that stuff. Only I think the only thing you pissed at is that the playing field has came down a whole lot with this NIL stuff down. I can go anywhere and get a bag and get and get the play. So why I'm gonna, why I'm gonna, why I'm gonna load up up in Georgia to sit the bench? So here's my issue. I, I agree, but here's why I stopped short. Coaches have been able to be in the transfer portal all their life. So now you really just piss that money and opportunity is available to players just like it's been to coaches the whole time. Every coach in, in the witch collar. I ain't got to tell you nothing. I can recruit your kid, get him here to stay here four years, and I'm out next fall. Ain't nothing gonna be done. Yeah. That, that does suck. So, so what's the difference now? Now you got You got to recruit a team every year. Yeah. And, and do I feel bad for him? No. Because you got all them people. With, I mean, look, we've been sitting here on this show. Waiting for somebody to figure out that we got the next in a, a next great coach right here on the show. <laughs> Y'all got all of them positions on and off the field that you paying all that money for. I don't feel bad. You got to recruit them kids to come back to play. That's what they pay you for. Your salaries yep. done went up. The only people that had made money in this game for all these years is the players. Yeah. It's the only players, only people, man. Now, let me ask you this, but do you see it becoming essentially like free agents? And, and if, if, if college football becomes free agency, do you think that the NFL will suffer? Because if, if I can go to college and make me, you know, $50 million, theoretically, yeah. I, I don't know if I want to put my body through, through the program. program. I'm rich. I'm good. So I don't think the money in the, NF, in the, in the NCAA will ever get that high. I think I, I don't think it'll. I just don't think it'll ever be to that extent. But even with that, I'm okay with that because of this, Drake. How many kids have given their life and never made a dime because they never made it to the next level? Yeah. And so, but they were talented. But but these kids, the kids that are going to be making the money. Are, are going to be the kids that that can go pro, not not your average run of the mill cat. Because the way, and to me, what he was saying, hey, we want to pay players for their 
their image and their likeness, but, you know, doing certain things, you know, being a part of this university, you know, the game, when the NCAA game was out, that's one thing. But now, it's like the wild, wild west. And I do think the reins need to be pulled, and there needs to be some more regulations on it, because, I mean, uh, uh, Deion Sanderson driving a baby which is cool, and that's fine. I mean, he probably could, could, could drop a Maybach without anything from Colorado because of who his dad is. Right. But it, it, I, I guess my concern is without the regulations, if I'm a 20-year-old kid, and I, I just like the kid that uh, the running back at Texas, he's always going to have this. Whoever the starting running back at Texas is going to have a Mercedes contract or whatever, whatever, whatever. I know there was somebody, I can't remember who, who it was, but they made like $20 million. Some people are not going to love the game that much to continue to play. So I'm just really asking, is it going to water down the talent level in the NFL? Let me ask you this. Did it water down the talent level of Major League Baseball? Because they've been paying 18-year-old kids for the last 40 years. But that's coming straight out of high school. That has nothing to do with college. Yeah, but that's what, but, but, high school going to a farm system. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they still pursue to be able to make it to the biggest stage too, though, right? Because they weren't making that type of money. Like them, them, them double A and triple A players. I'm, I'm catching them to get paid. No well, but no, you got first and second round. I mean, your first, second, and third round players still don't go straight to the NBA, I mean, the MLB in that first yeah. year. They still have to go through the farm system and figure yeah. out if they make it because you got just as many that bust in first and second round. And on, only thing, you know, me and you always talk about, only thing I would challenge you and the reason why I said that, the only difference to me is the color of the player. You ain't had no problem playing white players, 18, 19-year-old kids, all of these years being drafted into the MLB. Nobody ever questioned whether or not it, it, it watered down their integrity or the love of the game or their pursuit of baseball to be able to get it. They've got these me. Heck, we got more of a, of a sample size of the amount of kids in baseball that end up washing out and getting strung out on drugs than any other sport. But we don't talk about it because of the color of the kids. Well, I, I I think the difference is we're still talking about college players. Yes, we're talking about you know whether they come out of high school, middle school. Now you, you are considered a professional player, so you're professional money. We're still talking about kids in college, and I I, I feel the same sentiment about the MLB and the NBA because they changed the rules to make sure black athletes had to go two years on. You know, some of them are getting smart now. They're going overseas. They're playing in these other leagues to make more money. But but unlike football, there isn't a form system. College, college is it? And, and that, that, that's, that, that's a part of the problem. There, I mean, the NFL doesn't have anything else. So, and my point is, they've used college football as the farm system. That's what you just said. So why not yes. pay them for that? And here's, here's, here's my comparison of what I'd say the difference and the reason why I brought up baseball, right? College baseball, because you said it's not, you know, it's not baseball. College baseball last year paid out, averaged about $1.2 million revenue 
per school. College football revenue last year averaged about $31.9 million per school. So the I'm money. Not, I'm not saying the kids shouldn't be paid. I, I, I hope I didn't come off. No, I guess you're talking about should we not regulate it in some way, shape, form, or fashion? I guess yes. I guess my point is why? Why do we need to regulate it? So does it matter? Because even if you regulate it, your best player still gonna make the most money, right? True. So that's not gonna change. So are we just saying they shouldn't make Maybach money? They should only make a good Honda Civic money? Is they just making too much money now? Because if they were making too much money, I mean, this this $1 billion uh, TV contract that the SEC just signed, at what point is it too much money? Last year, Georgia, Georgia cleared $134 million on football alone. And remember this, ain't no school paying them this money. Yeah, yeah. It ain't coming from it's the boosters. school. Yeah, it's, boosters. it's boosters. So I don't know. I, I guess I take a little, I don't know. I, I take issue to me, and I'm going to go back, I'm going to make this other correlation. Ain't nobody ever questioned why not, we, why have we never, why have we not regulated coaching salaries, which half of that does come from the school. But we cap, we cap, we didn't cap that. Uh, oh, who, uh, who we just start? Who started? Who started this conversation? Um, what's his name? Oh, Miss Coach. Oh, uh, Lane. Yeah. Did nobody? Did nobody cap whether or not Lane Kiffin should get re up because he entertained the Auburn offer and Ole Miss paid him all that money to stay? Ain't nobody questioning whether or not Nick Saban get the should get the fifteen million he getting up there. Or Kirby, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why, why money? If why is money not a conversation for everybody else? Make getting rich off the sport. Why is it yeah. only a conversation when these kids start making money off of it? Yeah, I, I guess you know I'm I, I'm looking at it from a, a different lens, and once again, I want to make it clear I, I'm, I'm all for playing. No, I, I, I hear you. We've always been we've always supported them yeah. getting money. It, it, what I've seen recruiting-wise, which has benefited JUCO, because, like you said, the coach has to recruit their team each year. So instead of taking a high school kid that needs some development, they just going in the court. And like I said, it's, it's helped us a lot because a kid that we should get, he should have offers XYZ. But they don't. We, we talked offline about a kid that's on our team now. Like, why doesn't he? Right. Why didn't he? Have, and it's like I don't know. I don't like. He does this. He does that. He's, He's smart. He's a good kid. Yeah. 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 And, but like, and everybody, it's still a numbers game. So everybody still can't can't get into junior college. Just, just as far as uh, th- there's a limit of players we can have. Like a lot of people don't know this. We can only have five walkers. We can only have. 65 people on our team, period. That's including walk-ons and everything. You know, at D1 school, they can have 200. They can have 100 yeah. walk-ons, but up, you know what I mean? So, I'm just saying, the way the portal is set up now, like, it's really screwing some good kids that's he's talking about not getting opportunity. That's not getting opportunity because, you know, if you that dude, that you the five-star that Alabama and Georgia recruit, 
Somebody hit you. Yeah, I'm talking about that kid that probably is a really good player that probably should go to somewhere like Georgia State. But Georgia State rather pick somebody that got into the portal from Alabama who, like, yeah, I mean, if you can get an Alabama-type uh, caliber player, why not? You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I just see the effects of the high school player. Like, it, it, it's really sad sometimes, like, you know, coaches call you up all the time and you watch their film be like, yeah, this kid is really good. But I can't take him right now because, you know, we, we have already allotted all of our scholarships right now. And that kid may not play football ever again. And, and I, I, I think, though, no, so I, I think I, I really understand that perspective. However, I think what you only only thing you're just going to see is it's just, we just haven't had the year or two, a couple years it's going to take to let that level itself back out. And by level itself back out, I mean what it means is now you will get an opportunity that you won't feel your allotment because you will go after some of them other kids knowing, hey, a couple of y'all ain't going to make it. Like, y'all going to go and fall to me. You just don't know you're going to fall to me yet. Right? And so, to me, I think what it start, what you'll start to see, because the money's good, you're going to have kids staying in college longer. Right? And he's jump to the league. I'm making a lot of bread already. So, you're going to have that bucket of kids. You have a bucket of kids that's going to get their money and then suck. And they only going to be there for a year, but they got their money, so they out. And so, some people going to trickle back up. You're gonna have you're gonna have higher quality kids at lower levels of football, cause some of the other spots were taken up. So now we got we got better athletes and stuff at lower at lower levels of football, and then ultimately too, you also gonna have some of them kids that probably should have been at Alabama that got screwed over, gonna start balling out at a lower quality lower level of football. I ain't say quite lower level of football. And now you're going to see, when I get to a camp or a combine, NFL players, NFL GMs start seeing hunger over cushy. And so now that cat that's been driving a Bentley all his four years ain't never had to, like Dion said, ain't never had to wonder where the next food meal coming from. I'm going to tear him up at camp. And so I, I, I think the ecosystem of football will level itself back out. That ultimately means we have quality football at every level and kids are getting money in their pocket. I, I hope so because you, know, you still have to keep in mind the, the kids that are getting paid, they, they the dudes. They are the so, dudes. Everybody ain't get, yeah. everybody ain't get paid yeah. like that. Everybody is getting money, yeah. but everybody ain't get paid like that. Correct. And then to me, it's just really, you, you spoke about America being soft. Yeah. Like, it just really confirms our softness because it's telling people, hey, if something's going on, you don't like, you don't like your playing time, just leave. you don't like your coach for whatever reason, just leave. Yeah. And that's what keeps, that's, that, 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 a couple months ago, we was having a conversation in the office, and I said, y'all don't realize we're dealing with the trophy generation. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, this is the generation of kids. Everybody got a trophy. Everybody got a trophy. So just for showing yeah, up. Yeah, if you are if you are hard on them, then they leave. So you have all these kids that enter the portal, that enters the portal, and I can't. And I wish I had factual numbers and stats. But even all these kids that enter the portal, it's only like two percent that end up signing somewhere. Yeah. So these kids who was at a situation who maybe just needed to 
have the attitude of whatever it takes, however long it takes. Not everybody, but you know, sometimes you just gotta persevere through some things. Not what they do, because they because they didn't enter the portal and nobody wants them like they thought they would. And then I know if you enter the portal on me, unless you that guy, I'm I ain't taking, taking you back. back. I ain't taking you back. Exactly. Nah. But but Big Drake, if we honest though, right? Because you said it, they mom and daddy set them up for failure from the get-go. Most of them yeah. kids weren't going to cut it if they stayed anyhow. They ain't built like yeah. that. Yeah. They're going to end up being your problem for four years. They're going to end up being in your office every day. Or 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 like we read about uh, Vince Young, you're going to end up having to call the police to see where they at. Because they're not mentally tough. Yeah. Or they're going to be at six schools in four years. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they ain't, they ain't, they weren't, they're not mentally tough. I think, and, and I think the ecosystem going to play its way out. <laughs> I hope so. Um, we, we, uh, now, now I, I have to say that. Oh, I'm sorry, listeners. I know I, I just started something, that, but I'm, I'm going to say that for you and me. Yeah, <laughs> but Sorry, I, I I think I do. I think I think you know. I, I think I think somebody gonna 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 play his play his way out, man. Um, yeah. I just hey, it's like I, I'll go now. This this may be a little biased, right? Anytime I see a rich white man start telling me about the woes he got, I I, I take I take concern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I always look a deeper level, cause, cause in my heart, there's no way Lane Kiffin and you have the same concern. I just want one of them Florida air conditioned helmets. Exactly. Ain't no way <laughs> you and Lane Kiffin got the same concern for people. Nope. Y'all ain't You're the same. So when I hear Lane Kiffin complain about something like that. My mind go more toward, yeah, are you just mad now because you actually got to do a job? Like you got to, you can't, you can't just lie to this kid to get him on the books. And then if he didn't perform this year, treat him however you want to. You can't do that no more. If you want to keep a team every single day, you got to, you got to, you got to make build a relationship with me. You got to touch base with True. Unless you got two back-to-back national championships, then you probably can do whatever you want to. But most for the most part, you got to work for this. Yep. And I'm going to get paid. And I pulled up in a better car than you did. So now what? Yep. So I think I think that's that that's probably more my like my my concern. But like, eh, I hear you because I know your heart. Yeah. But coming from him, nah, I ain't, I ain't, I don't know. That's the same. Yeah, they ain't the yeah. same hard right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, they're talking like that. I think for them, man, they just. Like I said, I think the ecosystem play itself back out. I really do. Yeah, and, and you are absolutely right. Compared to what he's talking about, I'm talking about play it sucks for high school kids. These kids dropping yeah. out of school. Don't, yeah, they don't care yeah, nothing about it. They don't care yeah, nothing about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Lane Kiffin talking about making yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Make it enough. 
He don't care. He don't care nothing. He can't even name half the kids he lied to last year. <laughs> you you be up all night. You know what I'm saying? If you walk into a into a room and lie to somebody, mom and dad, they eat you up. I sleep good at night because I tell people to drink. That's right. And so, some of them cats, some of them, some of them gonna write some big old checks for some busts, and I'm okay with that too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just here's the one thing I do wish. I wish we had only piece I'd say. I wish we had, and I can I say that because, but even the NFL don't have it. I wish we had some stuff in place. That we're giving 17, 18 year old kids all this money that ain't never came from nothing. I wish we had some stuff in place to help these kids be able to realize how to actually turn this stuff into generational wealth. Instead of buying chains and cars. That's what I wish. Like, build a brand, bro. You got a short window. You really, to be honest with you, you really may not be as good as you think you is. So this yep. may be the, all the money you're going to make. Let's make the most of it. Especially if you play running back. Especially if you play running back. <laughs> in running back, this may be the biggest check you make in college. <laughs> it, it might be. It might be. Dion tripped me out when he's riding this kid's Maybach. He was like, we weren't rolling like this in Florida State. <laughs> what, I wanted, what I wanted to hear him say was, but you was getting paid. So you just saying you weren't getting paid like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. 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 You ain't get paid like this, man. So. All right, Big Drake, man, man. What you what you got for the family, man? Hey, no, you know what? I'm not gonna ask you this. I'm gonna pose you a question. Okay. Uh, I got a song I want to play at the end, man. That's gonna wrap up today. And my okay. question for you is: either what will be, or what do you want your legacy to be? Okay. Uh, for one, I want people to know that I love God. I love Jesus. Yep. And two, I guess I want people to to, to be at my funeral and, and simply, and I, and I mean this, like, like, Drake was a good dude. Like, he gave you himself, whether it was emotionally or spiritually, whatever you needed him, he was accountable. Uh, like that's what's important to me. And he tried to make other people's situations better. Yeah. And he was selfless. Like that that's what I want my legacy to be. I, I want people to really I want other people to reap the benefits of my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's good. I'm done. <laughs> that's good, man. <laughs> hey, I, I was thinking about this too. So similar to you, you know, you say you want people to know you love God. I, I want people to I want people to I want people to believe I tried to pursue God. Cause I, I don't want my life to be one that I just talked about God. Yeah. I want my life to be one that people actually felt like I tried to pursue after God. And to your point. When you come to my funeral, I want your mind to be filled with the moments that I saw you. Yeah. That, you know what? When he was, when I was in his presence, I knew I was in his presence. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, he saw me. 
whatever that day was, whatever the issue, whatever the problem, or whatever the laughter was that day, praying saw me. And I appreciate him seeing me. I, I, I pray that my legacy is that of God's eyes and God's ears. I want to see and touch his people. That's my desire, man. Yes. And I pray yes. that, and I think both of us have the same thing. I pray that I I am the father that not only saw the best in my boys, but put them in a position to be the best versions of themselves. And I pray that I'm the husband that every day tries to figure out a new every day strives to love my wife more. That's what I want my wife and my kids to say about me. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I'm, I'm I'm just gonna say it because it's made me regular show. I can say, man, I, I remember when my grandfather died, and uh, I don't I don't think Eric and I were married at the time. But of course, we were very serious. Yeah. And of course, she came to the funeral, and I'm talking about coaches, former players. Current big time lawyers, current Congress people, white and black, they had all these awesome stories to tell about my grandfather. And I looked at Erica and I said, "I wish I knew that man because he was he was never around." And, and that's why the traveling is always difficult for me because I don't want to be a father to many, but my own children grow up badness. You know, and that's the way my grandfather was. Like, yeah, people would, would get up there and tell a story. I'm like, man, that's powerful. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I, I never that knew that. <laughs> I didn't know that guy. So, yes, the, the thing that you said about the relationship with your kids and the relationship with your wife, yeah, that's that's off top. That's that's number one. And Because you know me, I, I wish I had eight kids, seven kids. I, I mean, I wish I had a whole bunch of them. You know? But being a father is... is, is Extremely important. Yeah, I think that's why I love all these other kids so much because I'm not around my own kids. Yeah, you pour you 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 pour fatherly love no matter who's present. <laughs> yeah, I try, I, I try, man. I, I, I really do. I'm the same way, like, man. Like you said, I, I want people to eat me and get something from. Me. Yeah, you know, like whether it was just my spirit, like you said, I I, I can feel. The spirit of this person because I can tell they're seeking God. Yeah, yeah that's 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 awesome. You, you, you use your words beautifully. Yeah, I I desire you, you know I, you know when I got to Chattanooga, man, I desired to to give up. Oh, not give up, but I was hoping that God was like, all right, you done with this kind of youth pastor thing because I'm like I'm getting older now and that that age gap yeah. is growing, right? And I was like, hey, God, how about you, you know, I tried to make a deal. I was like, hey, God, how about you let me, like, pour into the next generation? You know what I'm saying? Of, your, of youth leaders, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, ha, 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 no. <laughs> and, but, man, when I see my young people throughout throughout my time in these roles, and, man, I see them getting married, and I see them, you know what I'm saying, like, graduating. I see them on LinkedIn now with their jobs and their careers. And when they see me, man, still running up, minister G, like, like man, it's, it's, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not like you. I never wanted seven kids. I, three is fine for me. 
But I am grateful that the Lord has allowed me to pour into so many. So many. And I pray that their life, you know, that my life will always be that reflection. Again, man, that being being that everybody wants to be the heart of God. Um and that's cool. Um I, I really I'm grateful for him calling and you know, me and you said this. We tried to take a couple weeks ago, right? And I was like, hey man, we got a calling on our life. You had some stuff going on that somebody needed you. I'm like, we got a calling on our life. It's a part of who we are. I'm I'm grateful, Drake, to be I, I'm grateful that God looked down and saw me and decided to make me a part of his hands and his eyes. Because he could have picked anybody else. But we're a part of the people he picked. And I'm grateful for that. And so, hey man, this track called Legacy is by uh, Lecrae. I, I heard it and I was like, oh, that's a great question for us to kind of close the show out. Is about legacy. Uh, family, I just want you to think about that, man. Hey, what is or what do you want your legacy to be? And what are you doing every day to pursue after that? Whatever it takes for however long it takes. That's how we got to be committed to building this legacy. And notice, neither one of us said anything whatsoever about a position, a job, a title, or money. <laughs> I want to leave my kids financially straight too. But that's not what my legacy is. Oh, please bless me financially. Yeah. They ain't got nothing to do with what our legacy is. So, family, hey, we love you, man. Thank you for continuing to rock it with your boys, man. Uh, even today, I know, like I say, when you listen back to this one, it's probably, just, it's probably not up to our, our standard audio quality, but I think we our miles are big enough that you still were able to get off the show, man. So, we love you. Pass the word, man. Share it on with somebody. Uh, tell them the Made Man Radio Show. When they in the groove, it's getting up the football season, so you know how we do, man. Hey, thank you for rocking with your boy, man. It's your boy, Kingpin, Big Dre. We out of here, man. Yeah. Final hours. Final hours. Hope they my finest hours. Hope I gave up more time and wisdom than toys and flowers. Hope I invested in people more than I took from them. Hope I did more for my people than write some hooks for them. My firstborn getting older, can't be doing too much. He not just listen, he watching. Every movement is clutch. Look at photos of my daughter and get teary-eyed. I hope she know when she get older, daddy really tried. My role models was felons, my pops left without telling. Sometimes I feel like I'm failing, but God grades on the curb. Should be bunking with cellies, should be laid on the curb. But God be blessing my family, my granny stood on the word. Not explaining my views, just just a song, not a sermon. You can ask me in person, but candidly, I'm still learning. Out the dirt where I got it, to the dirt I'm returning. I know these last days lurking, just keep me safe from the serpent. I may not please everyone.
show you that I'm worth it At least you know I try to watch okay. Remember when I was younger, I went on tour with the movement Me and Flame was like brothers, I was honored to do it It was leaders I followed, but truthfully I ain't know them me and Fish used to kick it, but all the CM was older. Jay Johnson, Jafia, EP and Shekinah, Swift, Shy and Precise, Corey Red about the fire. CHH was all underground, but I loved it then. Now we fighting for TV time and I'm publishing. People say that I changed. I ain't switch, I just grew up. Promise that I ain't chase it. Somehow everything blew up. Let the past be the past, don't relive it. Everything's a season, but these seasons have an ending, yeah. Tell Few Hovey and RG, tell one day. Hope they know they the future. They the Drake to my Tunchi, they the Wayne to my Juvie Don't be doing too much, now just listen, they watching Every movement is clutch I may not please everyone